Good morning, good morning, everyone. We're sorry we are having a little bit of difficulty this morning, but we greet you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Today is a brand new day. God has given us breath, and we are gathered on this line once again this morning. This is Friday, January 29th, and we are soon coming to the end of our fast, and I pray that each and every one of you have sought the Lord during this time and that the Lord has shown you things and you have experienced things that you have never experienced before. Praise God. Hallelujah. Today, um, our prayer focus, if you've been following our fast, um, is Holy Spirit is the power that builds up the church. And how many of you know that without the guidance and the leading of the Holy Spirit, that we... How can I put this to you? That we need the Holy Spirit. He is the one. He's the one that shows us the way. Um, He is the one that will guide us into all truth. And you know, in the day and the time that we're living in, we certainly need to be led into all truth. All truth. Because there are many voices uh, that are speaking out there many voices, and many of the voices are not voices that we should be listening to. Many of the voices are speaking for their own edification and not for the glory of God himself. So we're grateful. We're grateful that God sent his son, um, and I just Praise God. I praise God that we have the Holy Spirit. I see that um, our sister uh, Charlene is on the line with us. And I'm going to turn over to her this morning. God bless you, dear one. It is good to hear your voice. And, um, you know, let us all together make this a great morning. Can we can we all make it a great morning? Let's yeah. see what God has in store for us. Because God always has good things for us. So, Sister Charlene, I'm going to let you uh, lead now. God bless you. And uh, we're going to have a great time. Amen? Yes. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Well, let me introduce you to our team that's set up today. Minister Michael Lumpkin will be bringing forth our devotion. How are you doing today, Minister Michael? Hi, Charlene. I am doing excellent. Thank you very much. Awesome. Awesome. And Minister Kendall Gardner will be bringing forth our, our prayer request. How are you doing, Minister Kendall? Good morning, Sister Charlene. I'm doing very well. Thank you so much. Awesome. And Bishop C. Carl Smith is the angel of our house. 
and Pastor Adrian Smith, and we want to say good morning. How are you doing today, Bishop? Good morning, Sister Charlene. Pastor Adrian and I, we're doing excellent this morning. How are you? I am well. Thank you. Thank you. Well, without further ado, let us go before the throne of God together. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Father, for this day that you have made. We rejoice, God, and we're glad in it. We empty out everything, Father, to receive your word today, to receive what you have for us, Father, by the power of your Holy Spirit, Father. Just as our topic is today, Father, for to build your church. So, Father, we open up ourselves to receive, Father, what you have placed in the heart of Minister Michael for us today. Father, we are vulnerable to your Holy Spirit, dear God, to receive everything, dear God, that you want to impart to us. And, Father, we pray, dear God, that Minister Michael will come forth, dear God, without any hesitation, without any hindrance, Father, but will come forth with the power of your Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. That Minister Kendall, Father, will speak forth your word, dear God, to pray, dear God. May the sweet smell, Father, of the incense, dear God, that we're lifting up to you from the earth, Father, be acceptable to you. May you be pleased, Father, today in the name of Jesus. And, Father, we thank you. We give you glory. We give you honor, Father. We give you praise in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Minister Michael, we're ready for you. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Good morning, saints of God. First, I want to give honor to God for this opportunity. I don't take any of this lightly. I thank God. Uh, for my life, my health, my strength. And um, this morning we are going to talk about something that is very, very dear to me. I believe that we are really not capable of performing the blueprint that God has placed before us without the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is essential. Also, I want to give honor to my bishop, Bishop Carl Smith and First Lady A., Thank you for this opportunity. So let's go. First, we're going to look at the book of Corinthians. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 4 through 7, in the New Living Translation, it reads, There are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same Spirit is the source of them all. There are different kinds of service, but we serve the same Lord. God works in different ways, but it is the same God who does the work in all of us. A spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. I'm going to read that again. Verse 7 says, a spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. That's paramount. Now we go over to the book of 2 Corinthians, chapter 3, verse 17. 
and this is in the New King James Version. Verse 17 reads, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. And we see that liberty just simply means freedom. Now let's talk about the person of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is called the paraclete in the original Greek translation, which literally means one called alongside to help. Amen. He is here for us. He is here for us all. And he wants to do a wonderful work in our lives. So we see here in the book of John, chapter 14, verse 16 through 18, and this is from the New Living Translation. Verse 16 says, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. The world cannot receive him, but it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. But you know him because he lives with you now and later, will be in you. No, I will not abandon you as an orphan. I will come to you. Saints, just understand this. The Holy Spirit, he wants to seal. He wants to guide. He wants to empower and fill us over and over again. The Holy Spirit possesses three characteristics. Number one, intelligence. Number two, will. And number three, emotion. Let's look at intelligence. Paul tells us that the Spirit knows the things of God. Only a person with intelligence can actually know things. Now we look at will. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 11, and this is in the Message Bible, it says, God's various gifts are handed out everywhere but they all originate in God's spirit. God's various ministries are carried out everywhere, but they all originate in God's spirit. God's various expressions of power are in action everywhere, but God himself is behind it all. Each person is given something to do that shows who God is. That's very important. Each person is given something to do that shows who God is. Everyone gets in on this, and everyone benefits. All kinds of things are handed out by the Spirit into all kinds of people. The variety is wonderful. He gives out wise counsel, clear understanding, simple trust, healing the sick, miraculous acts, proclamations, distinguishing between spirits, tongues, interpretations of tongues. All these gifts have a common origin, but are handed out one by one. The one spirit of God, he decides who gets what, and he decides when. 
Amen. Now let's look at emotion. And as I was studying this, it, it was it was very important for us to know that God is still in control. Just because we are in the midst of chaos means nothing to God. Everyone has a blueprint for their lives. And like we've said before, the most important thing is to find out what that blueprint is and get busy doing it. So let's look at emotion. In Acts chapter 5, verses 3 through 4, Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit? You have not lied to men, but to God. So we see here the Holy Spirit has to have emotion in order to feel something because Ananias had lied. Scripture tells us that the Holy Spirit can be grieved, quenched, resisted, blasphemed, and as this passage attests, even lied to. This passage found in the account of Ananias and Sapphira in Acts 5, 1 through 11, also clearly states that the Holy Spirit is God. Amen. Now we find in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, the word declares that love is the greatest. Verse 4 says, love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable, and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up. It never loses faith. It is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. Verse 13, three things will last forever. Faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. Father God, in the precious name of your Son, Jesus Christ, we pray that our lives touch the very hearts of those who seek the same salvation you've afforded to us. We pray this day a collective body established by you, your son, and the person of the Holy Spirit, that we tap into the power of the Holy Spirit, the one that is called to be alongside of us to help us navigate this life, and this dispensation. Father, we thank you for the many gifts you have given us to perform your mandates in the earth. Father, purge us with hyssop that we might be clean. Wash us that we might be whiter than snow. Continue to create a clean heart within us, O oh God, so that we are able to finish what you've started in us. We bless you, we honor you, and we thank you for this time and this devotion. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Amen. Amen. Thank you, Minister Michael. That was a beautiful devotion. He was begun a good work. He is faithful to complete it in you. Now, Minister Kendall will come forth with our prayer request. Let's stand in agreement with him. Thank you. Thank you, Sister Charlene. We have a few prayer requests for today. So our first first prayer request comes from uh, Sister Sharon Montgomery. She informed us that Miss Louise Riles has transitioned, and to please pray for the family. So, Father, you are the God of comfort. We thank you so much for who you are and what you are. Your word says, we have to trust in the Lord with all of our heart and lean not to our own understanding, but in our ways acknowledge you and you will make our path straight. So, and Father, you also said in your word that there's a time for everything, a season for every activity under heaven, uh, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to uproot, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to tear down, and a time to build. So, Father, we, we thank you so much for this time right now in our lives. We choose to obey your word and to trust your faithfulness. Although hearts may be overwhelmed and filled with grief and sorrow at the moment, Lord, we stand in your presence today knowing that you are capable to grant comfort and strength to all that is there in need. Lord, I pray that you wrap your loving arms around Miss Louise's family and let them know that they are never alone and that you promise you would never leave them nor forsake them. Lord, we thank you right now for healing the brokenhearted. You are the God of comfort. The Bible says that in, in the multitude of, of thoughts within me, that I comforts delight my soul. So, Father, we can pray that your comfort will delight the souls of the family and that they may know that they are loved and that all things work together for the good. Lord, we pray that you keep them strengthened in their minds and in their bodies and that the family will unite and, and to continue to do the good work that you have called them to do on this day. In Jesus' name. Um, our next prayer request comes from Sister Sherelle Shaw. Um, her request is that the Lord gives her the right words to pray over people, to pray over her enemies and her family. Um, she also asked the Lord to give her the right scriptures to uh, go over with her kids, the right lesson to teach her kids, um, the right example to be for her kids and to be for others. Um, she's also praying that God will open her eyes and her heart um, to show her how she can be a blessing to, to others during this time, as well to um, pray for those who have harmed her and her family as well as to forgive her of any harm that she may have caused. So, Father, we come boldly to your throne and stand in agreement in the name of Jesus. We thank you so much for Sister Sherelle this morning, who desires to be led, led by your Holy Spirit. Or your word says that you gave us the Holy Spirit to lead, to help us, to, to counsel us into all truth. Lord, we thank you for your powerful Holy Spirit. It is faithful enough to lead us and guide us into the all affairs of our lives. So we come asking that you help Sister Sherelle to become more sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Her desire is to yield to your guidance in every area of her life. So Lord, help Sister Sherelle to respond swiftly and appropriately to what it is that you are guiding her towards. We pray that you speak to her heart with your word while she is training up her children in the way that they should go. Lord, we also ask that you help her not to lean to her own understanding, but to walk upright and boldly by faith. I come praying for your peace to be with her all the days of her life. Give Sister Sherelle the, the, the strength and the wisdom to overcome any situation she faces in Jesus' name. Help her to be encouraged and to pray for those who mistreated her. Um, your word says in Matthew 5, to, to, to love our enemies and to pray for those who persecute us. So I can pray that she's able to forgive those who have persecuted her and her family. 
Lord, and as Sister Sherelle begins to for- forgive those who have done her wrong, we can pray that you also forgive her for any wrongdoing. We know that if we confess our sins, you are faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us. So Lord, we thank you for mercy and grace. Also, please keep her family protected according to your word in Psalms 91. In Jesus' name. Um, all right, our next prayer request comes from Lynn Jacobs. She says, please join her in prayer for Mr. Jan as he is in the hospital with blood clots and battling COVID-19. Also, his family has all been tested for uh, positive for COVID-19. So we're praying for their healing as well, Um, as well as an additional prayer request came in from Elder Charlie in regards to uh, Miss Gloria. She was also diagnosed with COVID-19 on Tuesday. So we're we're coming praying. We're praying for healing for all of them on today. Yahweh Rapha, you are our healer, you are our deliverer, you are our way maker, and our miracle worker. You said in Isaiah 53, verse 5, that you were wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement of our peace is upon him, and with your stripes we are healed. So, Lord, we stand in agreement and receive your divine healing power for Miss Gloria, for Mr. Jan, and all of his family who have been um, positive, tested positive for COVID-19. We declare COVID-19 has no authority, no dominion over their lives. By your stripes, they are healed in Jesus' name. Uh, Father, it's your will that they live disease-free, sickness-free, stress-free. So I declare according to your word that they are healthy, that sickness and disease are far from them in Jesus' name. Um, I can speak in Jeremiah 17, 14 through 15 over their lives. It says, heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved, for thou art my praise. Behold, they say unto me, where is the word of the Lord? Let it, let it come now. So, Father, send your word forth. Let it heal them of their diseases. Your word is with Gloria, Jan, and his family on today. Um, according to Psalms 107 and 20, I declare that they are healed by the word of the Lord. I speak to every part of their body that it be healed in Jesus' name. I speak um, health and healing over their cells, over their organs. I speak health and peace over their minds. Speak health over their bodies. I was going to pray for their families as well during this divine healing process that the families be strengthened, protected, and comforted. Lord, we thank you so much for what you're doing, what you're about to do in our lives. We stand in agreement with these prayer requests on today, and we seal them all in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Minister Kendall. Yes, thank you. And we want to swing back to Minister Michael. Minister Michael, do you have anything else that you'd like to share with us this morning? Yes. uh, The only thing I'd like to say is, um, you know, as we pray and as we remain uh, mindful of, you know, all the things that we battle, uh, just remember the battle is just not ours alone, but the Holy Spirit is there to lead us and guide us. Even though things happen around us, that doesn't mean that God's will for our life has not been completed. I mean, has been completed. God wants to complete everything that he preordained for your life. And so it's important for us to not only pray, read your word, but more importantly, allow the Holy Spirit to over and over and over fill you, fill you with love, joy, hope, faith, and love. Amen. 
Thank you. Thank you, Minister Michael. We now yield to our spiritual father, Bishop Smith. Bishop Smith, do you have anything for us today? Well, we thank God uh, for for you, Sister Charlene, and also for uh, the team this morning, Minister Lumpkin and also uh, Minister Gardner. You know, as Minister Lumpkin has shared with us concerning the Holy Spirit, in the book of Romans, the 8th chapter, the Apostle Paul tells us that uh, we know not what to pray for as we ought. But if you keep reading the text, he says the Holy Spirit begins to pray through us. And we go from not knowing to knowing, from not knowing to knowing. And and that's the key, because when you pray through the Holy Spirit, or you allow the Holy Spirit to pray through you, you're praying perfect prayers. And that's what we have to always remember. I believe that uh, this morning, before we, we close, we should pray to the Father and ask him through the person of the Holy Spirit to help us not become complacent with scriptures that are familiar to us. You understand? A lot of times people, you know, look at a scripture, oh, I know that scripture, I heard that scripture countless times. But we shouldn't do that when it comes to the Word of God. The Word of God uh, isn't uh, like fashion that comes in and out of style. It is always in. And I believe that's one of the keys uh, that we had to be very careful with because that's why a lot of believers go astray. Um, the Bible talks about the, the great falling away. And so uh, that's an event that's got to happen where Christians will begin to walk away from the faith. And we got to make sure that that don't happen to us because it can happen to anybody. I mean, I've seen it happen to some some. Um, Good Christians, they just walk away from the faith, stop serving God for whatever reason. But uh, when you really know God, uh, you will live a life that's totally committed to him. Mr. Lumpton talked about that the Holy Spirit is instrumental in the completion of the work of God in the life of the believer. Scripture says, he who begun a good work in you faithful to complete it. He who begun a good work in you is faithful to complete it. It also tells us that we are complete in him who is the head of all principalities and all power. We're complete in him. And so, Father, I thank you this morning for this time that you've given us in prayer. I thank you for even our time of 20 days of fasting and praying, that we're sensitive to your unction, your leading, and also your guidance. Father, for those that are on the line this morning, I thank you, Lord God, that we will always have a hunger and a thirst for righteousness. For you said, blessed are they that hunger and thirst for righteousness for they shall be filled. I thank you, Lord God, that you will keep us because we desire to be kept. 
I thank you, Lord God, that as you speak to our hearts, we will be obedient to that which you begin to release unto us. And so, Father, I thank you that, Father, deep down inside of us, that we are excited about the things of God, we're motivated, Lord God, we're on fire for you, and we bless you for it, in Jesus' name. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Miss Charlene, thank you for allowing me to uh, share just briefly this morning. You all have a blessed day in the Lord. Look forward to seeing you all this weekend. Amen, amen. We want to remind you to please send in your prayer request to www.newdestiny.online. From the home page, click Connect, then scroll down to Prayer Request and enter your request. On behalf of Bishop Smith, Pastor Adrian, Minister Michael, Minister Kendall, and our entire New Destiny family, we thank you for joining us today. Please invite others to join the call. Father, we thank you, God. We thank you, Father, for every caller that has come on the line. We thank you, Father, that you continually refresh your word inside of us by the power of your Holy Spirit. May your word always be rhema to us. Father, may every caller be committed to you afresh this morning. And Father, I thank you. The Lord bless each caller and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. I seal every prayer with the precious blood of Jesus and with the power of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Sister Kathy, please open the lines. 